The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoopball NBA DFS Today podcast. Today is Tuesday, January 28th, and I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach. Uh, and I am going to go through this slate today for you. It's an uh, eight-game slate that uh, has a lot of really great matchups. Uh, there's some key value that's opened up here recently. And, uh, you know, just as the whole world is doing, specifically the basketball world, uh, we're, we're all still mourning and trying to wrap our arms around uh, the loss of Kobe and and, uh, and Gia. So we're just uh, Gianna, but uh, God bless them. God bless that family. Um, all right. I, I want to uh, – I am putting this out a little late. Uh, you know, this last couple days, obviously, everything has been shuffled around in, in the whole world of basketball. And, uh, you know, we're sort of no different even on this side of the, the uh, coin. So um, let me, before I get jump in here, thank our presenting sponsor, MyBookie. Go to MyBookie.ag, put in the promo code today, T-O-D-A-Y. And uh, you will receive 50% of your first deposit all the way up to a thousand bucks. Can't beat it. Uh, you want to definitely take advantage of that for the Super Bowl uh, that's coming up uh, this Sunday. Uh, great stuff. Great. Uh, they have a great reputation, quick payouts. Uh, you, you will be happy with my bookie. Also, uh, Hoopball's original sponsor that has always been with us that's Hawaiian Isles. Kona Coffee Company. You can look them up online, or you can just jump on Amazon. Amazon, and a couple clicks, you've got that coffee at your front door. So, okay. Uh, like I said today, we've got uh, the lines on the games, and the good part about doing the show later than normally, as you've seen the last few days, it ends up being a little bit more meaningful because we've got more up-to-date lines and more up-to-date player news. So. Uh, it is an eight-game slate. We know, the, of course, the uh, Clippers-Lakers game was postponed and uh, moved to a different date. Uh, so uh, with that keeping in mind, I'm going to go through uh, the entire list of injuries uh, for the day thus far. I think that helps us get a good uh, feel for the slate that we're looking at. So let's, uh, let's just jump right in. Uh, we have George Hill that is in for Milwaukee. Chris Dapps, uh, Porzingis, questionable. He often doesn't play. Well, he's not played on a back-to-back -back, uh, yet this season, so he is questionable tonight. Uh, and so definitely want to stay on the news there. Luca continues to be uh, listed as probable with a sore knee and sore ankle. Um, we did just learn a short time ago Giannis uh, is sitting out the game. Uh, he was very close to Kobe, trained with him one-on-one uh, -on -one in the last two or three summers. So uh, he is obviously taking this very hard. So he is not playing tonight against the Wizards. Kevin Porter is questionable. 
uh, don't know if he's playing or not. Darius Garland has been ruled out. So their front court has all of a sudden uh, gotten very thin uh, in Cleveland for tonight's game. Uh, Kendrick Nunn is questionable for the Heat. Ricky Rubio, probable. Bruno Fernando for Atlanta is doubtful. Uh, Ra uh, Jordan McRae is out for the Washington Wizards. Jay Crowder, doubt for, doubtful for Memphis. Uh, Robin Lopez is back after missing a game, so both Lopez brothers are playing. Um, and Patrick McCaw for uh, Toronto, questionable. Rondé Hollis Jeff Jefferson for Toronto, also questionable. Two more Atlanta bigs, well, one guard, one big out. DeAndre Bembry and Alex Len are out, so the Atlanta front line is decimated tonight. Uh, Javante Green, questionable uh, for the Celtics. Jason Tatum, doubtful. And I've read other places where he's uh, uh, extremely doubtful. I do not expect him to play. Um, Joel Embiid is questionable tonight against the Warriors. I have no idea which way that one's going to go. Uh, you know, we know he had uh, surgery on his uh ligament in his thumb or finger it was when we he had that really gross dislocation uh so we'll see if he's back uh we do know that grayson allen for memphis is out and ennis Cantor for the celtics is out which is also big news so a ton of news a lot to discuss and uh, like i say i want to get through it a little quicker than normal today uh, so that we can get this out there uh, the first game at 7 o'clock is the Knicks and Hornets. Hornets minus one and a half. Uh, the total is the lowest on the board at just 208 and a half. Very, very low. Implied total for Charlotte, 105. Knicks, 103 and a half. Um, you know, to me, Knicks-wise, um, you know, we know Julius Randle's been stepping it up. And we know that... Uh, Marcus Morris also has been getting it done. Uh, certainly guys you want to uh, possibly think about, but again, you know, you're talking about a very low total and you do have 16 teams playing. So, you know, Alfred Payton also, all those guys you can think about. Uh, none of them are going to make my cash lineup, but they're all legit uh, GPP plays. On the Hornet side, you know, I, I think Devon, Dante Graham is seriously in play. His price is really good you know, on some of the sites, specifically FanDuel. I think he's hard to ignore, uh, even though this is uh, you know, going to be looking like a low-scoring game. Uh, I think he's a, a great spot to go. Another guy that's been uh, priced super, super down is Miles Bridges. He's super inconsistent and probably a, more of a GPP play, but at his price with the amount of minutes that he normally gets, uh, it's tough to pass on him. Game two, also 7 o'clock, a pretty big spread here. We have th uh, three games today with double-digit spread, so the blowout uh, perspective on this has to be put into play. Uh, Sixers are minus 12, uh, and that's with Embiid being questionable against the Warriors. It's in Philly. Uh, the total's 213 and a half. Uh, we've got a 112.5 um, 
for Philly and a 100 and a half, um, which is uh, 113. So for some reason, they're missing a point there, but it is what it is. That's what it says on the sheet here uh, or on the website. This was just updated. So again, you know, where do you go here? D'Angelo Russell is certainly in play uh, just because of his usage and how many shots he takes. Uh, I certainly can see him uh, going off in this game. He would be a, a decent play. Philly does play pretty good D, much better D even when Embiid's in there. Um, and, you know, all the news as far as the Philly sides rests on if Embiid plays or not. You know, if he plays, uh, I think that he is legitimate play because Golden State is putrid in the, on the front line. And, uh, you know, he, it was a finger. So I'm sure he's been, uh, you know, uh, running and doing the, the uh, cardio stuff to stay ready to play. Uh, so I think he becomes a, a, a possible a center play if he is ruled in. Uh, if he's not, then I think you got to uh, consider the, the two likely uh, suspects of Simmons and Tobias Harris and uh, maybe even slightly Horford. But, uh, you know, I think Horford would draw Draymond Green defense. So I'm not too crazy about that. So, uh, again, that's a news type related game uh and you have we need to hear about Embiid status uh okay 730 game celtics at heat heat are minus one and the total is 219 and a half we have uh 110 and a half for miami 109 and a half for boston so this should be a, a really good game we know boston is down a couple of guys uh you know i think that brings kemba into play um, without question. And, you know, you have to look at Hayward as another uh, solid play. Daniel Tice, uh, without Cantor playing, should garner a few extra minutes and needs to be considered. On the Heat side, the news on Kendrick Nunn is rather important. I think Goran Dragic becomes a nice play if Nunn is out. Uh, obviously, Bam, I think, is a great play. Uh, with Boston not having a good interior defense, and Bam has been going nuts lately. He triple-doubled in his last game as a center, which is pretty impressive. He's done that twice now this season. Um, and then Jimmy Butler, you know, if he's healthy, it's hard not to want to play him. Um, you know, uh, without Tatum in there, uh, Boston's not as good defensively. And I think, uh, you know, this is not a bad game. Uh, to, to really take uh, maybe a, a two or three players from um, that might go overlooked because it's an earlier game with a lower total than the rest of the games coming up. So keep that game in mind. I think it's a sneaky play for, for some of these guys in that game. All right, uh, fourth game, another 730 game, Pelicans at Cavaliers. Pelicans are a nine-point road favorite, which is pretty stout. 232 and a half, which is the third highest total. 120 and a half Pelicans, 112 Cavaliers. And I guess we have to talk about the world of Zion now. I mean, Zion now is getting enough minutes that he is playable. And not only is he playable, but um, he is actually, uh, you know, making value. So, uh, 
without question, I think you need to take a, a real serious look at Zion. Um, I think that he is in play in this game, especially against a porous Cavaliers defense. Obviously, Brandon Ingram as well, I think, is a fantastic play. Um, those are the two spots I really like on the Pelican side. Uh, on the Cleveland side, it's you know the question is, is Love going to continue to smash like he's been uh, smashing? He had a bunch of threes uh, this last game. Um, you know, are his minutes going to be restricted uh, uh, in a game? You know, where he's got to come right back. You know, I don't know. I'm not going to go out on the love uh, end of things. I think I'm going to focus on Colin Sexton in this game with the other two uh, really best guards for Cleveland out. I think it's hard to leave Sexton off the list because he's going to get up a ton of shots and usage. Uh, certainly a guy you want to consider. Um, Tristan Thompson's been playing fine ball. Uh, another guy that you should at least consider because uh, his price is still right uh, and the dude just plays hard all the time. Um, okay, halfway through the slate, four more games to go. Again, want to thank MyBookie as a presenting sponsor. Go to MyBookie.ag, put in the promo code T-O-D-A-Y, and, uh, and jump on there and make some, some plays. Uh, there's some great NBA plays. They have uh, all, all kinds of prop plays. Uh, it's a great place to go. Take advantage of that uh, half of your first deposit uh, free money and go after it. Um, you can also follow uh, my bookie and Hoopball together at Hoopball Gaming, all obviously one word on Twitter. Uh, definitely a great place to go uh, for information. Also, as you uh, take in our NBA DFS Today podcasts on a, a seven day a week basis, uh, which I believe we offer the best free content in the industry, and I'll stand by that. Uh, you can reach us, uh, pick us up anywhere uh, podcasts are found. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeart, Spotify, YouTube. We are there. Just type in uh, DFS Today. You're going to find us or NBA DFS Today, and uh, we will come up uh, pretty quick in your search because we are getting more and more people listening every day, and, and we really thank you and appreciate that and do not take it for granted for a minute. Uh, and I also at that, you know, want to thank uh, all the listeners at this moment too. Yesterday uh, was a difficult show for, uh, pod for me to do with the Kobe situation. Uh, you know, I feel a little more encouraged and strong today with all of the support, but I got a ton of really great tweets and comments uh, you know, just saying that it was appreciated that we stuck through it and did the show and got it out there. And, you know, in, in a, a sad sense, just talking it out and going through it and hearing things uh, is, is all part of the healing process, uh, which we're not ready to do yet because it's so fresh and so difficult, but it is the beginning. And, Again, you know, the Mamba mentality was you just go after it. And every single person knows if you followed his career that, uh, you know, he's looking down on all of us, whether it's LeBron James who plays the game 
or a nobody like me that does a DFS show like this, or the guy that sells popcorn at one of the games, you know, he'd look, I know he's looking down on all of us saying, you know, just go after what you do, go after it harder, go after it more intense. Don't let this back things up or stop you in your tracks. And, you know, that was his, his, uh, entire motto. I, I heard a great story from Isaiah Thomas on, on NBA uh, TV last night where Isaiah was coaching an all-star game and it was Michael Jordan's last all-star game. And Kobe got fouled shooting a three down by three with a couple of seconds left. And Isaiah had called him over to the side and he said, Hey, you know, why don't you miss one of these? It would be really good for Jordan goat to go out uh, with a win in his last all-star game. And Kobe looked at him straight in the eye and he said, no, sir, man, he, he has to earn it. And he went and nailed all three foul shots and uh, they won the game in overtime. So, you know, I, it's just the, the lessons that he's taught us of perseverance. You know, when he walked to that foul line with a ruptured Achilles and splashed about didn't even touch the, the rim splashed two foul shots and then walked off the court without any help. Uh, Cause he wanted to make sure and stay eligible to come back into the game. I mean, it goes on and on, man. And I just, again, I, I, I brought it up here because I was so touched by all the comments and uh, the people that uh, this has touched and to continue to, to to talk about things in life that we do. And, you know, this is one of the things that I, I do. This is one of the things that you guys do to listen to. So uh, there's there, there's a lot of pride to be taken uh, in having that backbone. And, you know, for listeners that have been around a while, like I have, you know, you suffer losses in your life. You know, I lost my dad 10 years ago to cancer. And you have to find ways to survive, uh, because life is never the same. I still miss him every day. And, you know, the basketball community is going to be the same with Kobe. But, uh, you know, putting your chin up, being tough, being strong, and persevering is more important than anything else. And I know that's what my dad taught me, and I know that's what co uh, Kobe taught the world, really. So, all right. We have five games to go. Let's jive into those. We have the Atlanta Hawks at the Toronto Raptors. The Toronto Raptors are minus 12 and a half. It's a nice 234 over under. Raptors a huge 123 and a half. Implied total second highest on the slate. Hawks 110 and a half. So, you know, this game, very, very tough to exactly pinpoint. I know Trey Young obviously is going to get a lot of play from a lot of people. You know, knowing the, the motivational game he came out and had uh, in uh, the, the day, uh, you know, we lost Kobe a couple days ago. So, you know, he is, of course, he's playable. I mean, the guy can break the slate. I mean, he had 71, I believe, fantasy points or something in that uh, area uh, in that last game. But it is Toronto. It is Lowry and, and a tougher interior defense of of Gasol and Abaca, and uh, you know I am not going to pay up uh, for Trey today. I think that this game does have the potential to blow out. Toronto is good, and it's in Toronto, 
Um, so uh, I'm a little bit more uh, cautious with playing Hawks in this game. I think John Collins is not a bad play either because he's going to have to log a massive amount of minutes at both the four and five because the majority of the Atlanta bigs are out. So, you know, I can see rostering Collins, but again, you know, he's going against uh, Gasol and an Abaca that both are all defensive NBA players. Um, so you got to, you got to think uh, long and hard about that one on the Toronto side. It's hard to ignore uh, an implied total to 123 and a half. So, you know, I, I I think Lowry's priced too cheap. I like him a lot. Um, Pascal Siakam has been just destroying everybody. Uh, those two guys are massively in play for me. Hopefully they get an, a long enough run uh, that, uh, you know, if it does blow out, they're able to be the ones that cause the blowout. Would not, uh, for a second, blink it if you guys wanted to play Van Vliet. He's been a, a stud all year. Um, I do think his numbers are slightly inflated because he did play some time when Lowry was out where his usage was out of control. But, uh, but you know, grabbing at least two Raptors uh, within this kind of an implied total against a porous Atlanta D is, I think, a smart, smart move. All right, we go on to the 8 o'clock game. Denver Nuggets at the Memphis Grizzlies. Grizzlies, one-and-a-half-point favorite, 224 over-under. Memphis, a 112-and-a-half implied. Denver, 111-and-a-half. So this should be a very hotly contested game. Uh, I think uh, probably the Joker's going to get a lot of play. Uh, he'll be highly owned. Um, I do like you know his uh, spot here. I think that you know he could do... Well, uh, I'm not sure I want to pay up. His price is now drifted back up again. Um, so I'm probably not going to go that direction. But I certainly would have no problem if, if uh, he was your starting center in cash and GPP. Uh, GPP. So um, for me, I, I like Will Barton in this game. His price has dropped. Uh, I just love the matchup for him. He was in foul trouble the majority of this last game. That's why he only played like 27 minutes. Uh, I think you'll see 38 minutes in that neighborhood, and I think he can smash uh, 7, 8x. Uh, he'll be he'll be in my lineup for sure. Um, yeah, Michael Porter Jr. is still a fine play. He's been getting that upper 20s minutes, and his price tag has stayed low. So certainly a playable uh, entity there. Um, on the Memphis side, you know, uh, you can go Jaw. Uh, his price also has gone up, so I'm not quite going to go there. Denver does play tough D, but you know he is always a possibility of smashing uh, the slate. Also, a lot of people have gone uh, Brooks lately. He's been a lot better than anybody expected. He's Usually thought of as a defensive stopper, but he has been scoring the ball and hitting threes. Uh, and certainly Joe Val and Triple, Triple J deserve mentioned. Again, I'm not going to go there just because of the, the defensive prowess of Denver. Um, but it's, it's certainly worth uh, looking at, especially since 
when the Joker sits, they do not have Mason Plumley to come in uh, and play right now because he's hurt, uh, and that hurts that second rotation. So, you know, this is a solid game. You know, I, I'm going to probably have Barton and, and one other that I'm still constructing my roster, but certainly a, a fair enough over-under and a game that should stay very competitive throughout. Um, at 8.05, the other uh, game at that time is, uh, you know, a, certainly a game of intrigue. It's the Wizards and Bucks. Uh, and again, with no Giannis, uh, Milwaukee still 11.5 point favorite. Big fat 240.5. Uh, very big over under. Milwaukee with an incredible 126 implied total, which is the highest on the slate, one of the highest I've seen this year. Wizards 114.5. So even though uh, Giannis is not playing, these numbers are still massive for Milwaukee. So we, we all know the usage goes bonkers for some of these other guys. And if the Wizards can at least hang, uh, I, I think, you know, you got to play a Middleton. He's got to be one of your, uh, you know, pillars. I think Bledsoe's probably a pillar in this game. I know I'm going to use those two guys uh, for sure. Uh, you could make a case for multiple players for Milwaukee. Uh, Brooke Lopez, certainly. And if you want to, you know, go to a DiVincenzo, I could see that as well because um, his price is low. You know, there's going to be a lot of points in this game. And without Giannis, you're going to see some of those other guys really step up. So uh, if you don't have two, maybe even three bucks on your cash roster, I think you're going to be chasing some points. Uh, so that's a strong place to go. On the Wizards' side of the ball, obviously it's going to be all about Bradley Beal. You know, it's a guy that some teams are starting to double, and I can understand why, because he is by far the best player on that team by a mile. Bucks play great D, but certainly they're not the number one rated defensive team that, that they are ranked right now without Giannis on the floor. So... You know, does that bring some Wizards into play? I, I think it does. I think that, you know, if you do want to spend up for Beal, I, I can support that. I'm not going to go there just because of his price. I mean, you're, when, you, when you get a guy that has to approach mid to upper 50s to make value, uh, you know, you got to be pretty damn sure about what you're doing there. Um, I would prefer on the Wizard side to go to, uh, like a Troy Brown Jr. Because his price is cheap. Uh, he's going to get a lot of usage. He's been playing really good ball. Uh, and I think Davis Bertans is the other strong option for Washington. His price has still not come up. Uh, Milwaukee is uh, as great of a defensive team. They are one of the teams that do give up a lot of three-point attempts. So that definitely plays into his hands. And uh, I think those two guys are priced right. So you know, this could be uh, a 2v2 for me or 2v1 uh, at the very least for this Bucks wizards game, and de deservedly so. I mean, I, Vegas usually knows what they're talking about, uh, and this game, if it stays competitive, uh, there could be, you know, two, three guys that break the slate just from this one game. Um, a couple of things real quickly here as we have one game remaining. 
Um, definitely follow us on Twitter. Uh, I am at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Uh, Mike is at M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. Andrew is at Language Olympic. And Miles is at M-Y-L-E-S 6565. You can also just uh, follow at Hoopball Fantasy uh, on Twitter as well. Um, and all of the information uh, that we're posting constantly, uh, any news that comes out, guys that are scratched, minutes restrictions, on and on, you're going to find it all there. And you can also just go right to our main hub, which is hoop-ball.com. Click on uh, forms and then DFS thread. Our man Andy Gallagher just pumps all kinds of information in there. And our pros also post things there as well. So again, you know, that process of listening to our show throughout the day, you know, following all the moves on Twitter and with us uh, at HoopBall throughout uh, the rest of the day to make sure that you're building and getting that lineup ready. And then you got to plunk yourself down in front of your computer or phone at least for that last 30 minutes uh, until lock to see the final news and all the starting lineups in the first group of games. All of that stuff can shift a slate. So please do it on a daily basis. Last game, 835 Eastern, Phoenix Suns, Dallas Mavericks. Uh, you know, obviously we need to see what the news is on Porzingis. He is questionable. This would be the first time he played a back-to-back -back this season, which I'm not sure that he'll do. So if that's uh, the case, Luca to me, is the uh, play-up guy. Yes, he's got a little bit of a sore ankle and sore knee, but he's fine. He's going to get big minutes. Uh, you know, I thought he didn't play very well last night, and the dude still had like almost a 30, 30 10, 8 game or whatever. It's, it's amazing. So, you know, this certainly is a game with uh, Dallas just a six-point favorite, 227 total. 116 and a half Mavs, 110 and a half Suns. There's going to be points in this game. Um, you know, I, I also love this game. This is a great slate. I'm definitely going to have uh, one key cash lineup and a secondary cash lineup I love because there's so many good plays. And also going to roll out a couple GPPs just because it's just, you know, it's going to take big points to, uh, you know, we're talking 350. If you want to cash in a lot of these contests on FanDuel, for example, where you have nine guys because uh, we're going to have some guys put up some numbers. There'll be a good handful of 50 burgers and maybe a few 60 burgers in the group. But Luke is certainly in play. Uh, the, if KP sits, you may want to consider a second Maverick. Um, I, you know, I'm not a big proponent of it just because you know, I know Hardaway's been awesome, and he's certainly an option, but it's, it's just too much of a hit or miss with just the barrage of guys. You know, he plays 11 or 12 guys every game. You don't know if it's going to be a red-hot Curry or it could be a DeLon Wright like it was the last game or a Maxi Cleaver or Dory and Finney-Smith uh, or, you know, on and on. You know, we didn't even see Boban or J.J. Barea last game, so... Again, caution in playing the guys, uh, the uh, all the periphery guys for Dallas 
Uh, but I think Luca definitely is in play. Uh, from the Phoenix side, Booker certainly, you know, he had the emotional big game uh, a couple days ago as well. But, you know, he's always shot the ball super well against the Mavs. And I expect that he'll have a really good game. Um, my favorite play is, is DeAndre Ayton. He will be my starting center. Uh, the Mavs have, are still a huge donut in the paint. And uh, Willie Cauley-Stein did sign. He was at the game last night with the Thunder, but he did not get in. Um, I can't imagine Carlisle is just going to throw him in there for 30 minutes. I think I would be very surprised with uh, the big body of Aiden that you didn't see Willie Cauley uh, for a good 15 minutes or so, and maybe even Boban for 10 or 15 but certainly not playable DFS guys, but something to keep an eye on, um, especially if Porzingis doesn't play. If Porzingis sits, now we're talking about, you know, the center being split basically between Kleba, Cauley Stein, and Boban, which doesn't help us in DFS, but, you know, that's what it's going to take on, on that side of the ball for Dallas. But Aiton is going to be a tough, tough guard for Dallas. Um, really athletic bigs like that have been hammering it. I expect him to have a high double-double, uh, and I think he's definitely in play. Um, Rubio is okay. Uh, I'm not going to dial him up quite yet. Um, and certainly, you know, a guy that that gave us trouble last time uh, is Kelly Oubre Jr. So, Again, this is a fantastic game and a stackable game. Uh, I'll probably go Luca and two of the sons, Aiton, and I have not decided if I uh, can fit uh, Booker and, and uh, Ubre Jr. in there or or not. It's going to be tough on the salary here, but uh, but that's what I think we've got. So. That is it. Uh, a pretty concise to the point show today. Uh, did want to go over everything that is all the updated player news here uh, at two o'clock in Dallas and the updated uh, uh, spreads and totals. So hopefully this gives you a good uh, build to start your lineup with. And then again, watch that news. There's a good three or four news. Uh, pieces of news that will tilt the slate and uh, you're going to have to really uh, follow those uh, throughout the rest of the day. So that is it. Uh, really appreciate you guys uh, joining me today and uh, thank you so much for, for listening to another podcast of Hoopball NBA DFS for my fellow pros, Mike, Andrew and Miles. I am coach. We will catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA DFS. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.